Hollywood Live Extra with Tanya Hart. My guest today is the first African-American woman in human form to have a speaking role in the history of the Star Wars movies, which, by the way, started way back in 1977. She portrays Tabala Zoe. And Felicia Saunders' story is not your usual path to the red carpet. Felicia, welcome to Hollywood Live Extra. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, this is like... It's so funny because people do come to Hollywood, you know, from all over the world. You were actually born and raised here in Los Angeles. I don't know if you we were born here, I believe, but I know you were raised here. And um, went back to school, you know, Princeton grad and got all of these major degrees, master's degree in acting from UCLA. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, but you're working for J.J. Abrams. And if anybody listening to this doesn't know who that is, just Google him. Okay, I won't even say anything else. <laughs> J.J. Abrams, you're working for him, and then you tell us the story of what happened, because you're kind of working there, kind of in a in a job that most people would want to have in the beginning of their career, but how did this work mm-hmm. out? So, yeah, you're right, I definitely, I grew up, um, was born and raised in Los Angeles, um, and then, you know, went to Princeton and came back and got my MFA um, in acting at UCLA. So, like, after that experience, um, I was sort of wanting to sort of get, you know, more knowledge of the industry. So I decided to take an internship at Bad Robot, which is where I am now. Um, And I moved up from being an intern to the receptionist there um, after a year. Mm. And I was on the desk and there were some, you know, JJ comes in and out, you know, it's a very small company. So you get to know each other pretty well. And, you know, people will ask the company knew I was an actor and, and knew, um, you know, that was my interest. So, you know, JJ caught wind of that somehow. <laughs> and there was one day I was I was coming into work and um, the security was texting me telling me that, you know, JJ is looking for you. And so I, you know, I was like, you're kidding. I, don't, I mean, why would he be looking for me? <laughs> right. I bet you got kind of um, nervous. Like, oh, gosh, did yeah, I do something I like, wrong? Oh, did something happen at the front desk? <laughs> um, and then it comes to find out. I walk through the door and he, he says, hey, um, there's a little line we want to sort of shoot. Um, it may not make it into the film, but do you, do you want to be in Star Wars? And that was literally the line that he said to me. And. You know, of course, on the inside, I was screaming, and I was like, is that like a trick question? But then right. what I really said was, sure, well, yeah, I'm, I'm free. <laughs> so that was, you know, the rest of history, really. Um, and it wasn't always guaranteed to be in the film. And then the next day, it just kind of worked, and he said it was it was in the film, so... That was wow. Uh, you know, now was was this in the ever. this was in, I was gonna say now was this in the first because you've been in two. Yeah, this was in the Force Awakens. Yeah, in twenty fifteen. Right, uh, in twenty fifteen. Now you know mm-hmm. it's very because until. I actually, and I have to say that your mother, I, I'm going to let everybody know that I've known you for a long time because mm-hmm. I come I come and visit in the neighborhood where you grew up and have, you know, actually partied with your folks and stuff. So, so your, <laughs> your mother called me and she says, she's telling me this story and I'm like, you're kidding. And I honestly, you know, I, I remember you, Felicia, you and your sister when you guys were like, you know, like in middle school or something like that that and all of a sudden you're all growing up because that's what happens to kids <laughs> but but it's so funny because I'm thinking there's never been another 
African-American that had a speaking role, female that had a speaking yeah. role in this series? No. My gosh, I mean, it's I, been around since 1977. What, <laughs> what's funny is that I didn't know that until a friend of mine told me maybe like six or seven months later. And I was like, you're kidding. So I actually went back and watched the, all of the movies. And I was like, that can't be right. And it was true. <laughs> Wow. Wow. And well, that speaks a lot to your talent. And also, Mm -hmm. you know, it says a lot about people. Like I said, people come here from all over the world and and they they pray every day for a break like the one you Mm -hmm. got. Now, keep in mind, this was not you know, you were terribly prepared for this. You were more prepared than most people for this moment. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, like I said, all of the degrees from from Princeton and UCLA. But even Mm -hmm. with that and taking a small role like this, what does that really mean? I mean, it's it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. I mean, that just goes to tell you that goes to show you like my training, my education. And I've, I've even trained over the summers and made sure I've taken all these programs and acting and classical acting. I mean, you have to be prepared at any moment, especially if you don't have, you know, many connections in the industry. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, I I keep that in my mind that it's not just going to happen overnight, especially if people are moving it here thinking they're going to be, you know, overnight successes. It's like, you know, slim to none, but you have to be prepared no matter what. Um, And just even if a role like Star Wars comes across your desk, you know, you still got to keep moving and, and making sure that it's, you know, be patient. You know, it's an, a whole career is not going to happen overnight. No, it doesn't. And the best ones do. I remember Quincy Jones told me years ago when I was starting my mm-hmm. career, he said, you know what? He said, you, you have a choice. And, and he, he looked at me and he said, you have a choice. You can be really huge right now if you want to be, or mm-hmm. you can you can let this play out and, and you'll be around for a very long time. And I took his advice. I said, I think I like the long time one. Exactly. I, <laughs> so. I would rather longevity versus just like one big thing and then, you know, not doing anything mm-hmm. else after. <laughs> I'd right, rather exactly. longevity and, and um, yeah. So what's next for you? I mean, after landing something like this, I hear you got some other big changes. You're gonna you're leaving the front desk, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I've actually right after being receptionist in 2015, that following year, I became um, the assistant to the co-CEO. So for the last uh, three years, I've been in that in that role. So mm-hmm. I've been very lucky okay. here. Oh, very lucky. So are you going to mm-hmm. stay there now? Or are you going to really focus on the acting or? Um, so I'm definitely this year, 2020, I'm definitely going to be focusing more on my acting career and making sure, you know, I'm taking the right steps towards it. I mean, mm-hmm. this this recent The Rise of Skywalker um, film really is going to sort of skyrocket me into, you know, um, uh, promoting my next uh, thing. So I'm doing a solo show on the Fringe Hollywood Fringe Festival um, in June. And I'm nice. writing and developing that, and it's going to be just me on the on the stage. And I, it's not. I've done other uh, one woman shows before, so this is like sort of my forte, and I'm really excited about that. Um, right. I'm also well. Doing you have such a, a great. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, not to interrupt you, but I said you you have such a stellar theater background, though. Oh, I yeah, mean, that's, you know, you really do. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that makes so much sense. Hmm. So I'm yeah, sorry. I'm really, Go ahead. really excited about it. Um, and I'm also doing um, a short film at the end of the month as well with some colleagues at work. There are a lot of writers, directors, um, producers here. So we're going to put something together and make something really good. So those are the two things that I'm most excited about um, coming up this year. 
Well, that sounds like fun. I mean, and JJ's got, like you said, it's a small company, but they, I'm, it seems like everybody there must have, you know, creative juices just flowing out every single day. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys, I don't know how you mop it all up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, it's wonderful to be around, and you're you're constantly inspired. So, I mean, it's it's Definitely. such a great environment here. You know, let let me just ask you something because we um, coming into we're in award season here. We're covering all mm-hmm. of them, and that's what we do as well at AURN. And mm-hmm. again, you know, we've got this whole issue about Oscars so white. Um, mm-hmm. Here you are, an African woman, African American woman in probably one of the largest film franchises ever. Mm-hmm. Um, took us a long time to get there, but you're there. What would you say about that? And we know that everything is cyclical; things change, but but what is your impression of all of this that we keep hearing? And, and knowing that the uh, Academy really ha- have added, you know, they've added new members of, that are diverse mm-hmm. and it still doesn't seem to matter. You know what? It's just, it's, as an actor, um, a person of color, woman of color, just seeing it happen t- from time to time is kind of frustrating, but it is, it kind of is fire under, you know, under your butt really you you know it makes you want to work 10 times harder um go and make your own stuff as well like that's why i'm 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 sort of stepping in the producer seat this year by producing my own one woman show and and then from there producing more things you know from there and Mm -hmm. because of that frustration you want to work and make sure that you you put representation um of you know of of people who look like you and and people who also don't look like you who are in minority groups in your films and making sure that you know a top priority so even though i mean an oscar is it would be great but i mean just doing work constantly is is 10 times greater even though you might not get the recognition you need so um, that's sort of like a twofold answer, but you know, it's and no. at the end of the day, it just it makes you more motivated. Yes, well, that's a very good way of looking at it, and I think that's maybe the way we should all look at it. Because again, you know, I mean, we we did have a great year with when Black Panther came out that we won't right. get that every year, but there I were know. so many good performances this year. You know, especially mm-hmm. in the acting categories. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking men and women, and not mm-hmm. just black people, but but other people of color, and right. it's like nothing, nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh. like. And and unfortunately, uh, for our our friend, you know, for the first time, there's a, a female producing the show that happens to be an African American woman, Stephanie Helene. Right. And so I'm like, okay, so the year that you get a black woman to produce the show, you don't have any black people there's except for <laughs> well, one. Oh, well, they're a couple. There, yeah, there, there's yeah. yeah, Harriet, Cynthia, and uh-huh. then the Obamas uh-huh. film, you know, their documentary, and right. then um, uh-huh. the hair movie. Um, and I forget mm, the title the short, of it the, now. The animated short the film. The animated short film. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, and those are kinds of things that we don't generally see at all. I, I would say most mm-hmm. people did not see that. But um, mm-hmm. but that's a good one. But see, I expect that you'll be doing a lot of stuff like that, too. Oh, I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about because I know you got to go back to work because it's that time. Uh, a little bit about Tabala Zoe. So mm-hmm. that that character. What? Tell me about that character and kind of what you put into it. Even though it's you know, how does that happen? When JJ says, "Okay, I want you to do this," what did you do? Well, initially he he wrote down my line. Um, 
I had a couple of lines um, at first, and then they split it between me and um, another character. Uh, I initially looked at it. I mean, I'm, I'm a resistance fighter. I mean, at that point, I kind of didn't know the whole story because nobody really knows the whole story unless you're like the, you know, small group of principal actors. So I had to mm-hmm. sort of, you know, put my imagination to it. And especially if you're not on an actual, like, base, which is where I'm supposed to be. You're on a soundstage. Everything's sort of, you know feel fabricated movie magic at the end of the day so you're kind of like behind sitting behind a plexiglass you're supposed to be imagining you're typing on a computer so you kind of put your imaginative brain i mean i had all these acting classes under my belt your imagination is your you know your tool here so i just right in the moment just like turn that on and you know i i felt like it was a great end result at the end of the day i really looked like it was very (laughs) i mean if you don't know the line it's the line um admiral their weapon will fire in two minutes, which is, you know, we're literally about to die. <laughs> right. So, oh, well. I, I mean, after every take, I was like, just imagine we're, we're literally about to die. I feel like anyone could could put themselves in that in that situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And see, girl, that's why you're going to get another call from Mr. J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I mean. That's what the Rise of Skywalker was. I mean, it was I was doing emotional emotional moments, which you know he he knew I can sort of turn on. So mm-hmm. I'm very lucky for that. <laughs> very 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 lucky. Well, mm-hmm. we are so happy for you, and just you know enjoy. I've enjoyed you for years, and and mm-hmm. I'm just I know that you're going to be doing these great great things. So if there was oh. one thing though that you would tell to uh, your younger self, um, mm-hmm. what would that be? Honestly, just, you know, going back to your earlier question about, you know, this, your career and, and, you know, it happening overnight and things like that. I mean, when you're younger, starting out in this, in this industry, you, you think you're going to have overnight success. You think you're going to book all these auditions. I mean, I would tell my younger self, just be patient. I mean, enjoy your childhood. Enjoy the moment because once you get older i mean you're sort of gonna you know it's 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 not gonna happen as you know it's 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 gonna be more things are gonna take a lot more time and and you're gonna be understanding that sort of at a later age versus when you're younger and you're like i just want to grow up tomorrow i just want to you know do all these things all at once so I just, I wish I had told you, I, I would love to tell younger Felicia just to slow down. <laughs> have more, well, have more seems, fun. Have more fun. Have more fun. Oh, I know. Well, everybody, you're listening to Hollywood Live Extra. I'm Tanya Hart. My guest today is Felicia Saunders. She, a.k.a. Tabalazo from the Star Wars <laughs> franchise. So, Felicia, um, what what do you think, if moving forward, if you had the one project, that you just said, okay, I've got to do this. Because I'm sure you've thought about it. All the acting classes uh-huh. and all the theater you've done. What is the one role that you feel you were born to play? It, it, is it existing now or something that's just happening? Well, it doesn't have to. Yet. No, no, no. Maybe it's not anything that exists now. <laughs> maybe it's in your head. I don't know. Um, I, would, I really love, um, in terms of genre, I would love to do fantasy, sci-fi, um, roles. I grew up watching them. I, I mean, I'm in Star Wars, so that's like a, a notch in my belt. Um, just mm-hmm. worlds that are, you know, built and from nothing, and just being a part of that would be so 
cool to me. Um, and then also period pieces. I'm a classical, tr- classically trained actress, so I love, um, you know, all the classical pieces. So any any of those mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> wow, sounds good. You're going to be terrific in whatever you do. As we well we know, we wish you the best success and come back whenever you get your one woman show together. We'd like to oh, let course, everybody yeah. know about that. I'd love to sounds invite good. you guys as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'll come. Jay's on the East Coast, our producer who's listening in here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he'll fly in. Trust me. If you send him an <laughs> invite, he'll fly in for it. Too. <laughs> Great. I'll have you guys on the invite There you go. We will be there. Well, thank you, darling. Go back to work. Tell J.J. Abrams I said hello. He's actually one I of will. my caucus members. And I love oh. him because he always pays his dues on time. So you can let him know awesome. that Tanya Hart's very no, appreciative he, of him. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Felicia. Thank you so much for having and we'll me. Soon. Absolutely. And for everybody else, if you like what you hear, don't forget to get the AURN app or subscribe to SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. Make sure you download all of these. You don't want to miss any. Give us a five-star review if you like what you hear. I'm Tanya Hart. This is Hollywood Live Extra. Hollywood Live Extra, a product of American Urban Radio Networks. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.